Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Brazil. Today, my incredible guest, Dean Harris. He's the CEO and co-founder of Tab Brands. Of course, this is the show where I get to talk about sports. I get to talk about business. I get to talk about everything in between. And I'm excited to have Dean here with me. Dean, how are you doing today, man? I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show, Michael. The pleasure is all mine. Excited to talk about Tab Brands. Excited to talk about CBD and exactly how you think it might fit into this athlete and sports world. But Dean, the first question, of course, that I have for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast is, why do you love sports so much? Uh, I, I love sports because I love playing and I love watching. And I have a long history uh, with New York teams. I'm, I'm an avid fan of what used to be the Brooklyn Dodgers, now the Los Angeles Dodgers. We had a good... Congratulations. Right. And um, I'm also... Uh, I, I bleed giant blue. My my grandfather actually lived in the same building as Wellington Mara, and they were the, the older Wellington Mara, and they were going up in the elevator in 1927. And the guy said to my grandfather, do me a favor, please take these two season tickets. So my family had season tickets to the Giants for 60 plus years. So as a as a kid, I went to I went to every Giant game from when I was little, like four, until I went off to college, and that was a period when the Giants were were really great. I had great character. I guess they still have character, but they're not so great these days. Yeah, not not so great, and I don't really know exactly what that character is at this point. But I'm but, still going to watch every game. I can promise yeah, but, you that. Yeah, me too. Um, but 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 every week they tear my heart out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's from the spectator perspective, from the from the playing perspective. Um, when I was young and in school, I I played lots of sports: baseball, soccer. I swam um, in college. I played soccer. I I played baseball. I played squash. So I mean, I've been a participant as well as a spectator for for my whole life. Staying active, staying healthy. You got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, and absolutely. why not add a little competition to it? Makes everything a little bit more fun. I, I agree. I agree. And and there certainly is competition in, in the space that, that we're going to talk about today um, and competition that I think we're, we're doing fairly well in. So be happy to talk about that as well. Man, I think that we call that a segue in the business. That's yeah. a good one, Dean. You've done this before, haven't you? I have. I have. Once or twice. Once or I twice. Have. Well, hey, I am very excited to talk about CBD and, and terpenes, which you'll kind of give us the definition and everything we need to understand there. I guess, where where did this idea come from for you? Tab Brands, when did you say, sure. you know, hey, I want to get into the CBD? Sure. Game? Well, interestingly, it does have a, it does have a sports uh, history. I don't think we, talk, we ever talked about this, but after years and years and years of physical inactivity, um, I started working out with a trainer. And this guy said, I invented this great product and it's going to revolutionize the personal training industry. I figured out a way to deliver protein supplement in a more convenient way. Will you help me write my patent? So I said, sure. So I helped the guy write his patent. We wrote it though, in a very broad sense, we wrote it as a delivery patent, not just as a way to deliver protein more efficiently. And as it turned out, once we we got the provisional, we started looking around for applications and the cannabis market just jumped out at me because there was this gigantic market it represented a wonderful alternative to prescribed pharmaceuticals. Uh, we were in the health and wellness side, are in the health and wellness side, as opposed to the the um, the recreational side. I have no I have no you know 
issues with recreational, but we just felt more comfortable building our brand around uh, around medicinal. And at that point, which was a couple of years ago, medicinal cannabis in the United States was roughly a $7 billion category with no brands. So um, I have a, I spent my whole career doing marketing, branding, and advertising. And I saw this as a fantastic opportunity to produce a great product that did great good, but also in a category that had a lack of emphasis in marketing and branding. And also nobody, nobody controlled the narrative. There was nobody speaking for the, for, for the category. So we then started inventing, we, we put together a team, a group of formulators. Our first product actually was in the cannabis space. It was a, a product that used a cannabinoid called THCA, which delivers the benefits of cannabis, but it's non-psychotropic. And then at the end of 2018, um, the farm bill passed, a new farm bill passed, which in effect opened up the CBD market. So we took our, our technology to try to apply it to um, to CBD, and we were able to do that, and that's been that's been really really successful. And, and I'd I'd be happy to to give you a little riff on on what the technology is if if that's of interest. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'd sure. show you everything. Okay, so uh, cannabinoids and and many um, plant based ingredients are 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 oil oil based in effect, and and as we all remember from high school chemistry, oil and water don't mix. So what a lot of folks do in, in the CBD and the cannabis space is that they use techniques that make the, the um, active ingredient appear to dissolve in liquid, but it really, it doesn't. They use something called nanoparticle technology, which means you grind it down into a very small size. It looks like it's dissolving, but it's, it's so small that it can't be seen by the naked eye. And it's actually an emulsion. Um, and other people use other micro emulsion techniques, but we figured out actually how to take these oil-based substances and make them truly water soluble without using nano and without using microemulsion, and that that really was a great breakthrough because um, the science behind this suggests that that the truly water soluble uh, CBD is dramatically more bioavailable, meaning it gets into your body faster, quicker, lasts longer, need less of it than than lipid soluble. And as far as we know, we're the only water soluble CBD in in the world. And that's why our, our product seems to seems to, to be more effective and work better. So that's what we've done. We've and we've taken that same technology and applied it to lots of oil-based um, plant-derived substances. So I mean, in effect, we're sort of in the we're sort of in the plant-based wellness business, if you want to be grand about it. But um it's 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 really been fascinating because it's a category that again hasn't received a lot of scientific attention has not received a huge amount of investment. Um, and we feel like we're we're doing some great work at, at the beginning of what's going to be a very large category. Yeah, I think it's it's only getting bigger too, right? Like we're seeing it continue and continue and continue. And, you know, as I was talking about before, you listen to any podcast, you listen to or watch anything digitally. I feel like you see a cannabis commercial every, you know, three, four, five commercials at this point. Linear TV, you don't really see it as much, but I would not be surprised if it starts to creep into the market there. And you bring up, you know, some interesting facts. I hope, first off, I hopefully hope you guys have patented the technology. As we have. Well. I think that yeah. part, I think it kind of goes without saying. Yeah, right? well, no, then, no, we have it. We, as I said, we, we have our patent pending process and we think we're months away from getting our full patent which will be um which will be great uh we 
every indication from our patent attorneys and from the government is we're going to get our patent soon. And what that means is it gives us, in effect, the ability to to take any mm -hmm. oil-based substance and make it water-soluble because it's a delivery system patent. Exactly. It, it, we wrote it quite broadly. And, and okay. interestingly, every time we we add something to the mix, like we'll talk about terpenes a little bit later, but um, when we were able to, to make um, botanical terpenes water-soluble, we checked the we checked the patent filing to see if anybody else was doing it and nobody's doing it so i i feel i feel very good about about our our patent possibilities keep doing whatever you're doing dean i think it's fantastic and so obviously you know cbd is it's much more acceptable i guess thc though is becoming more acceptable right it's something that hey we all went to college like let's not you know whatever it's not a big deal um yeah you're, but you're in new jersey yeah so, but we didn't inhale according to oh you know, yeah, well, i'm not no 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 right no not doing that not doing that but i appreciate yeah. it not doing okay. that okay um but no it's um you know it's obviously you know we all i feel like it's much more accepted within the home, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think anybody's going out and about screaming that they do it, but I feel like so many people don't really care about it. And as you can start seeing more and more states are starting to legalize it through yes. popular votes, New Jersey being one of them. Right, right. There, so, were, five, there were five states that that legalized that legalized it additionally during mm -hmm. this uh, last election period. But um, the, major, there, the majority of U.S. states and, and, and more than 85% of the U.S. population has access to medicinal cannabis. Mm -hmm. um, and in fact, if you look at studies, like we, we all, we got through this big election. One of the big election polling uh, things was the Quinnipiac poll from, from here in Connecticut. And the last Quinnipiac poll said that something like 95% of, ni sorry, 93% of all U.S. adults believe that medicinal cannabis should be legalized. I mean, you can't get 93% of Americans to agree on anything. So that that's significant. And, and I think one of the reasons people favor medicinal cannabis and, and um, plant-based medicine in general is because it works and it represents a, a, a dramatic alternative to prescribed pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. In fact, when, when we did our formal marketing work, we, we wrote a, you know, a, a, a Procter & Gamble style communication strategy. We perceive our competition to be prescribed pharmaceuticals, not other CBD and cannabis brands. And I think that, that the, the bulk of people that have tried and used our product have used it because for one reason or another, they've tried prescribed pharmaceuticals and it either doesn't work or they have unwanted side effects. So that, that is a, that I think that's a, that's a, a nice path and one where we can, we can help people all over the world. It's also something that comes from the ground, right? I, I always feel better, like the food that I put in my body and right. anything that goes in my body. I would prefer it to be something that comes from the ground right. rather than something, you know, created in a lab somewhere. No, that's right? true. That's just a personal that's, thing. That's true. I mean, our our products are all plant based. Um, the ingredients that we use to make them water soluble are all FDA approved and and food grade, meaning they're all natural and commonly available. And of course. All of our ingredients are made in the USA. So we've built, I think, a pretty robust and interesting and an and exceptional supply chain where we we grow and process and, and produce in the US in, this is not going to mean much to most people, but we're in certified good manufacturing practices facilities. And and for the cannabis space, that's unusual. And you know what that means is that this the 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 production facilities get inspected and they're they're up to standard for any for any 
food or, or beverage mm-hmm. product. Um, but we, we just want to make certain that our brand is is top rate, and we we're delivering a product that that is pure, the offers the potency we you know we're promising, um, and is manufactured under under optimal conditions. Interesting. And I guess, so you bring up something that I'm kind of curious about, right? You're, you're a brand guy, you're a marketing guy. In terms of CBD, right? We're seeing all these other brands pop up now. We're seeing athletes invest into them, which I think we'll get to in a second. But what is the difference between CBD from brand A versus CBD from brand B? Is is the chemical property different? Is the, I mean, potency, as you said, I mean, more is more, right? So like, what is, yeah, what's the well, actual difference between the CBD and in the brands outside sure, of the brand itself? Sure. Well, the CBD active ingredient is typically one of three things. It's either CBD isolate, which is only CBD. It's full spectrum CBD, which includes some additional cannabinoids. And there is broad spectrum CBD, which includes some additional cannabinoids, but no THC. THC is the intoxicating part of the of the plant. Mm-hmm. So we only use broad spectrum. We feel that's the that's the highest quality. Um, broad spectrum offers something that's called the entourage effect, uh, which is was invented by an Israeli scientist in late in the late nineteen uh, seventies, and that means more health and wellness benefits because you're getting, in effect, you're getting the whole plant. Mm-hmm. But in our case, we're, we're offering those whole plant benefits. But we're we're not offering any intoxication, so that that's one thing. The other thing that could be different is um, the delivery system. Uh, one can one can ingest CBD, or one can use CBD anyway. I mean, the the, the ways that many people see now are or as a topical. You put it on your skin. Um, there is a, a method called tincture where you put a little drop under your tongue. They're edibles. Um, we're, we're approaching it incredibly differently. Ours is, ours is a water-soluble effervescent powder. It mixes in any, any um, hot or cold beverage. And we think that that, that, that form f- uh, edible is, is preferable. There, there's no smoking and vaping involved. One can integrate it into, into you know, your daily life. And in the case of our CBD mix-in powder product, it's a, it's a powder that can be added any cold, uh, any hard cold liquid, and it, it actually has no flavor, taste, or color. It takes on the flavor of that liquid. So, if you were to put it in chicken soup, it would taste like chicken soup. If you would put it in water, it would taste like water. If you were to put it in iced tea, it would taste like iced tea. So, we think offering a, a CBD product that that can be used as part of one's daily life, that's flexible, that tastes good, uh, that doesn't taste bad, that doesn't have it, an odor. Um, is is a gigantic advantage, and and I I'm not certain as to whether all CBD brands can say that. And there's something else. And again, I don't know what all CBD brands do, but what we do is we make certain that the purity and potency of our our product is what we we claim it to be. And um, I'm not certain if that's the same case for for all CBD companies. You know, if we say we're delivering a 10 milligram dose. You get a ten milligram dose. Mm-hmm. That, that's not the case with everybody, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it, because it is such a new industry, right? And it's kind of cousins to THC, which is—I mean, I don't know if you've ever had to deal with any of those guys, but it's never a very easy thing to do. 
uh, in the illegal sense, I guess. But it's just one of those things where I think, you know, the, the more it's regulated, the more people pay attention to it. I think we will be held, companies will be held to those standards of, you said it's 10 milligrams. That means you have to give yeah. within you know, like, 0.1 of 10 milligrams, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the rule of thumb is it has to be within 10%. But I mean, it's sort of like going to the grocery store and buying a carton of 12 eggs. You open it up, there should be 12 eggs. Mm -hmm. There shouldn't be eight eggs or three eggs. And, and unfortunately, in, in the in the CBD space, one does not always get what you know what you think yeah. you're getting. And that that makes using it and, and dosing tough because you you want to you want to make sure that that each time um, the the dosage is is correct. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, that that's the difference between what we do and what others do. We're actually fairly crazed about that. I mean, we have a, a CBD tea product, for example, and it, we're delivering a, a dose of 10 milligrams. And we actually measure the amount of dose that's in the tea bag. And then once the cup of tea is brewed, we measure the brewed cup of tea to make sure that there's 10 milligrams in the brewed cup. I mean, that seems like everybody should do that, but everybody doesn't do that. Um, right. Anyway, that's that. But we, you know, it's it's got our name on it, and and mm -hmm. we we want to set standards that that we're proud of. I love that. Yeah, and you you yeah, right. It's you're the brand guy. You're the marketing guy. That comes back to you in, in some way, shape, or form. Because again, if you're not if you're lying to people or or not being truthful, that might be a nicer way to say it. That's on you, right? And so I, I think it's important, sure. as you said, your name's on it. So make well, sure not, that it not, is what not it just is. that. I mean, I, I'm you know I I do have a, a a marketing background, and and most of the products. I've worked down throughout throughout my career have been repeat purchase. So if, if you can get somebody to try something once or twice, but if mm -hmm. the product doesn't deliver, you're doing yourself a disservice that it's just not going to, to it's not going to sustain. And we want to make sure that we actually over deliver uh, so that our customers are happy and they keep coming back for more. I love that. And so one thing that we've, um, you know, spoke a little bit about, but I would love to, to get down to the nitty gritty a little bit more with you is why CBD? why all these CBD and THC products, right? It's something where it, it's becoming more and more effective and more and more accepted amongst just, you know, weekend warriors, people that want to go out and sure. run a 5k on the weekend. And they kind of feel like crap the next day because they only run a 5k once a weekend, right? So why in your opinion, um, and I, I think we kind of know where we're going with this, but why in your opinion, do you think CBD is so popular now and is really just kind of just starting the hyper growth phase? Sure. Well, I mean, C T sorry, CBD really did start its hyper growth phase after the uh, the passage of the 2018 farm mm -hmm. bill, um, because what it, what that did is that it affects separated the way that hemp was treated versus the way cannabis was treated, and one can derive CBD either from hemp or from cannabis. Mm -hmm. uh, what we use is is hemp derived CBD. Um, so c CBD does a very good job of helping mitigate pain and inflammation which is something that, that, that athletes have to deal with. And one of the advantages of CBD is that it, it, it does that without any addictive qualities and it's non-psychotropic. You don't get high. So uh, what's the alternative? I mean, let, let's, let's look at something like prescribed opioids. I mean, if you've ever had a serious injury and, and, and many of us have, I mean, opioids do a fantastic job of eliminating severe pain or acute pain, as, as physicians would say, for the first five days, you know, which is when it typically is acute. But after that, you have to worry about, you know, you have to worry about possible addiction. But with CBD, um, 
it does do a, a great job of uh, of eliminating pain and inflammation. You can use it on an ongoing basis without having to worry about being a, addicted. And beyond that, if, if anybody here has ever taken prescribed opioids, it does have side effects more more than just the you know more than just the the possible addiction. So this represents a a um, a nice alternative. Mm-hmm. And of course, as it is plant based, um, it, it it's all natural. And it can be integrated very easily into your life. Uh, so I, I think that's why CBD has become um, so popular. And and why CBD versus THC? I mean, CBD, THC offers many of the same things. But CBD in, in many states has to be, um, one needs a, a medical prescription. Mm-hmm. Um, and THC, you mean, right? T- T- THC. Okay. Yeah, THC, you need a medical prescription. And um that's just, it's harder. Not all states have the same laws with mm-hmm. respect to what equals a, you know, what equals a condition where THC is, is appropriate. Now, interestingly, we do have a THC product. I mean, we're, I believe, one of the only companies in the world that can take uh, Delta 9 oil, which is THC, and make it into a water-soluble powder. Um, but when one is working with, with THC, it all has to be done on a state-by-state basis. Stu- uh, the product has to be grown, sold, mm-hmm. distributed, marketed, all within a, uh, a given state. So for a big state like California, you know, you have a chance. I mean, that's a $4 billion THC market. For a small state like Connecticut, where I live, um, that's it's problematic. There's just not enough customers. And the, the supply chain and the... the the entire structure is, is far, far, far more regulated. With with CBD, one can manufacture centrally and then export throughout the United States and, and in our case, globally. So um, from business perspective, there, there are less constraints with, mm-hmm. with CBD than there are with THC. And that makes sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. And then obviously the point you make uh, compared to the opioids as well, I think is it's, I, I mean, I've had surgery before. I've had, um, you know, some unnecessary uh, uh happenings that i needed to take opioids and i absolutely hated it it is one of my yeah. least favorite well, things it helps but i feel like a zombie i feel like just well the, it, they, it sucks they, it they sucks. work but yeah. i mean but we're so what we're trying to do is we're trying to get some clinical studies done where we see either our thc product or our, our non-psychotropic thc product which is using thca or our cbd product administered as sort of stage two after a period of, of mm-hmm. after an operation, after a period of extreme pain. And we think um, CBD especially would be a great phase two for people that have had, you know, issues with pain, have had operations. And we're, we're in the, it, believe it or not, it's actually very hard to get clinical studies done in the United I believe States. It. Really yeah. hard. I believe it. Um, because many of the major medical schools are taking funding from the federal government for for other things and and taking funding for THC or you know for cannabis products makes it problematic. Um, we're we think we're close to, to getting a study done in the UK. I mean, it would be you know it would be equally viable um, with, with you know with doctors and and PhDs. But we'd love to be able to prove that this represents a a fine alternative to uh, to prescribed opioids. Well, if the um... Big pharma companies can make money off of it. I'm sure it will eventually come well, down the pipeline. Yeah, I mean, big pharma, big pharma ha- has exerted an incredible amount of pressure both in the United States, 
well, in the United States, Big Pharma, but there are other regulatory bodies outside of the United States. For example, in Europe, it's it's um, they they have their own regulatory body. It's called Novel Foods, and they've exerted an amazing amount of pressure to uh, to kind of stop the 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 spread and the and the use of, of CBD. But we have a way around this that that I'd love to talk about if you don't mind. You alluded to it yeah. earlier. Um, so. Again, we're in the plant-based wellness business, and we recently, recently meeting in the last couple of months, have invented a, a a way of delivering wellness benefits without using CBD, mm-hmm. using something that are called botanical terpenes. So botanical terpenes come from fruits, plants, and vegetables. They don't come from cannabis. They don't come from hemp. Interestingly, they deliver many of the same health and wellness benefits as CBD or cannabis, but they're non-psychotropic and there's no THC or CBD in them. So regulation is not an issue. And and, and the standard for this stuff, like for example, in the United States, uh, the FDA says that, that a, a food has to be consumed regularly by people prior to 1997 for it to be sort of grandfathered in. Well, I mean, we're making our, our botanical terpenes out of grapes and oranges I mean, it's hard to argue that people have not been eating grapes and oranges prior to 1997. They've been eating it for thousands, if not tens of thousands of years. So we've had a ton of interest in in our water-soluble botanical terpenes products because it does deliver the benefits I, I suggested, but there are, no, there are not going to be any constraints for import, export, or sale. And, and interestingly, if you combine terpenes, botanical terpenes, with with CBD, it enhances the entourage effect. Even with um, CBD isolate, where where there typically is no isolate, there is no entourage effect. So, I mean, I've got these groups of lawyers all over the the world that are really getting a, on board here because they think this is a, a great way to help their their CBD clients who are who have or facing all these regulatory headwinds. It's a way to to sort of. Uh, get around the regulation and provide many of the same health and wellness benefits. And so then how, yeah. how are you taking oranges and grapes and giving me the same effects as CBD? How the heck does that work? Well, uh, if you were a cannabis connoisseur, um, and I'm, I'm presuming you're not, but- I've but, went uh, to college. Let me just yeah. say that. I've been okay. to college. Okay. So many people choose their, their cannabis strips based on terpene profile. So you've probably heard of profile, you've heard of, Terpenes called like train wreck or grape ape or mm. ACDs. You've, you've, maybe you've heard of those things. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, right. So we've been able to actually recreate those terpenes almost on a molecule by molecule basis using other plants and vegetables and fruit without using CBD or cannabis. So that's why. So we offer the same kind of effect. So if you were to take, for example, um, a, a cannabis um, train wreck terpene, you'd get very stone, but you'd also get a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. For us, for our our botanical terpene, you'd get energy, but there's no there's no psychotropic mm. effect. On, a, on the other end of the spectrum, we have something called grape ape. Grape ape has a has a grape flavor, but it also delivers a feeling of calm. And what we've been do, what we've been doing for for athletes is we've been mixing terpenes with protein so that one can take um one can take the energy inducing terpenes with protein prior to a workout 
or and or um, the the calming terpenes combined with protein after the workout. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it's interesting. And then of course, it, if somebody has you know less of somebody has an interest in, in a little more risk, we can add CBD to the mix. So it's 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 interesting. It, it it's a we have lots of athletes that 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 swear by our things because it provides some energy, calm, and then what, of course when you add them to, uh, to protein, you've got the whole concept of muscle repair. That's amazing. Good I for bet you, you didn't know. Bet you didn't know I was going there with that. I had no idea, I, honestly. Okay. I had zero okay. idea. I think that is incredible, yeah. and I think you know, especially considering again how athletes can take advantage of all of these. Um, technological advances for lack of a better term that you guys have been able to come up with and, and now be able to utilize them in such an easy way. As you said, you can pour it in your chicken soup, you can pour it in your iced tea yeah. and you can get everything exactly as you need it. I think that's um, very much a game changer. So I think that yeah. is pretty incredible. Yeah. Gene, well, we do, that. we do, we do have a, a, um, a CBD protein product that, that we're about to introduce under, under our new brand name. Our new brand is, is called Psy, S-I-G-H. And it uses plant-based, uh, chocolate flavored terpene with 10 milligrams of, of, uh, of CBD. So each serving delivers 16 grams of protein and 10 milligrams of CBD. You put it in a, a shaker jar, like you, you know, you would use after the gym, you shake it up, you can put any kind of liquid you want in it and it tastes great. And it, and it, it offers many of the same, well, it, it offers the, the benefits of CBD, but also the benefits of protein at the same time. And it tastes really good. So, so we're, we're happy with that. What, what is the added effect? Maybe you said it and it went right over my head. What's the added effect of taking the CBD and the proteins at the same time? Well, it, what it does is it, it, it well, the, the CBD offers the effect of either calm or, or energy, depending on, mm-hmm. on, you know, when you take it. Yep. Um, and CBD offers, you know, aid with, with pain, inflammation, muscle repair, um, anxiety, stress, mm-hmm. etc., and then of course protein offers muscle repair. Mm-hmm. So when you combine those things, you get a, you get a variety of benefits all in one good tasting wow. drink. There we go. The convenient or good tasting beverage. Beverage, yes, or chicken yes. soup. I'm, yeah, I that's don't know. True. I'm not sure if I how I'd feel about putting. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd feel about putting chocolate protein powder in chicken soup. But how about this, Dean? You send you me could. some. You send me some. I'll tell you how it is. How's that sound? I will. I'd be happy to. <laughs> I love it. Um. So I think terpenes is absolutely incredible. It sounds like again, you guys have figured something out. You guys and girls over there have figured something out that has is really going to affect a lot of people in a positive way. And we're talking about athletes. And we're really talking about the entire gamut, right? We we can talk about the NFL, the NBA, the MLB athletes that. You know, NFL athletes go through a car accident every single week, essentially, on their yeah. bodies, right? Mm-hmm. And so CBD has the opportunity to affect them. We've seen and heard so many of these athletes are addicted to opioids very early on in their careers because it's the only thing that they can do because if they ta- if they smoke a little weed, they're going to get kicked out of the league and not make any money. So they're taking right. what is they have to essentially take at some point. So it is pretty disappointing, again, if there's a way to fix a lot of these things with something that is plant-based, that is something as easy as, of use as you're making it seem. Uh, I think there's only positives that can come from it. And I think that leads just to the last topic I want to discuss a little bit is so many athletes now investing in CBD companies, right? We saw Rob Gronkowski. I think he was one of the first big ones after he left the NFL. I think it was CBDMD. Right. Uh, Baker Mayfield, if I'm not mistaken, uh, just invested a significant amount of money. I think there's a bunch of NBA players that just kind of went in on a seed company. I can't remember the exact details. We can figure that out later. But 
with that being said, and having so many of these just huge, huge athletes getting behind this type of product and this industry in particular, how much do you think that's going to open other people's eyes? And how much do you think that's going to accelerate the process of just needing to get that awareness and needing to get into enough people's faces to understand, hey, if these athletes are taking it, I'm sure it's fine for that guy, again, who wants to run that 5K on the weekend, but his knees hurt afterwards, right? Like, how quickly do you think this, just having these athletes in the market is going to accelerate and push forward again, that growth that we were talking about? Yeah, before? I mean, I think I think it will accelerate the growth. I mean, the, the celebrity endorsements um, will help and celebrity endorsements for something that's contextual will help mm -hmm. for somebody that that's participating in that that activity. So I definitely think it'll help. And I, I I suspect that the reason athletes are doing this is because number one, they think it's a it's a good investment. And number two, they probably had experience mm -hmm. using it and they've they've used it as an alternative to prescribed medication, spe specifically opioids. And they find that it, that it works well for them. Um, but it's it's non-addictive and non-psychotropic um, and not illegal. So uh, anyway, that helps. Yeah, that helps. It helps. Now, I mean, ultimately, I think that that CBD the CBD will be clarified by the FDA, which will mean the the market will explode even more. I think I think that ultimately THC is going to be uh, you know will be will be federally recognized, uh, but we're not there yet. Um, in the interim, people should choose CBD or or THC products that they feel comfortable with. They should choose brands that that uh, deliver what they promise. And in our case, we think we offer the highest quality and, and products that, that that deliver what we say. So we feel like we're in a pretty good spot. Yeah, I think so. Sounds like you got into the right spot at the right time. I agree. Did a lot of work to get there, but hey. A lot, a lot of work. I mean, I, I've been involved in lots of categories and everybody says, oh, you know, this business is different. This business really is different um, and not necessarily different good, but um, but different challenging. And and I think that that as we overcome these challenges, um, it makes, it makes our, our growth and our success even sweeter. I love it. I love it. Sweet, like chocolate, right? Sweet, like chocolate, like, like chocolate protein, <laughs> CBD. Yes. Sigh. Love it. Love it. Love it. Dean, I, where... I, will, I will send you samples. I appreciate that. I'm excited to try it. I'm very excited to try it. I've tried CBD before, but it was like shitty, like gas station CBD. So I actually want to see what it's actually like. I think that would be kind of cool. Sure. I'd be all for that. So I appreciate that, Dean. But where, in, in case anybody else wants to go and buy some of your products, where can they where can they find it? Well, they can they can actually contact me directly at Dean at Tab Brands. Um, our, as I mentioned, our 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 brand, our Psy brand, uh, is going to be ready in in roughly two weeks. Okay. Um, so if they contact me, then I can get back in touch and and tell them where to get it. We're doing direct to consumer sales. Mm -hmm. We are not going through gas stations or dispensaries or good one of the one of the problems with the way that cbd is being marketed is it it's it's often being marketed by people that, that don't have let's say a sophisticated awareness of of what the product offers and um my sense as a marketer is i'd like to be able to control the communication mm -hmm. uh, i'd like to be able to to have the relationship with the consumer because i suspect i can probably do a better job than the guy in the gas station for example I like that. I'm uh, you already did. I've only been with you for 35 minutes and you did a significantly, significantly better job than that guy. Did, okay. So. Okay. I love it. Awesome. Dean, uh, anywhere else people can find you online? Any other web? Can, yeah, they can, they can find me at tabrands.com. Um, our, our side website is not 
it's not up yet, but it will be. Um, but tabbrands.com and I'm, I'm all over social media. I'm on LinkedIn and, and Facebook and they can reach me there too. Um, Love it. so, and if somebody is interested in tab brands, we could put them on our private tab brands, Facebook page. Mm. Um, because, uh, their their constraints as to how one can promote and market this stuff. Yes, yeah. But um, Dina Tabrands is probably the best way to go. I love it. I'll make sure to have all those links in the show notes. Dean, this was absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate your insight into the world of CBD and athletes. And thank you. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you, yeah. Dean, and thanks everybody out there. Appreciate it. Take care. <laughs>